Howdy, friends, and welcome to episode 42 of The Daily Run, season four, as we go through the book of Titus. We're in chapter two, verse five, and we've been reading um, what Paul's instructions to Titus are regarding older women instructing younger women. And he says these are the things he's, you know, he's instructing them to be. And the last time we talked about discreet and chaste. The next one he says is homemakers, homemakers. The uh, the Greek word there is oikorgos, which, um, for, forgive my bad Greek pronunciation, but um, the idea is they're from two different words, which basically are the word oikos, which means house, and oros, which means uh, a guard. Um, so, you know, the one who guards the home, the keeper of the home or watcher out for the home, um, taking home of the household affairs. Um, and and this is the only time this word appears in the New Testament. Um, and so this is one, again, that because of our our current societal ideas of of uh, or society's desire to break down gender roles. Um, this becomes very, what's another common word? Oh, triggering for some people, right? This word upsets people that he would suggest that older women teach younger women to guard the home. Like that's some kind of controversial thing. Like that's, you just want her to be, you know, the little woman barefoot in the kitchen. Well, that's, that's not what it says at all. That's not what, that's, that's not at all what it says. He says, caring for the home, working at the home, the one who is, like I just said, the, um, the, you know, the guard of the home caring for the house. And so this is what I was talking about a little bit in our last episode that a lot of times people read into the verse, things that aren't there, right? They read into things that just, they just aren't there. Um, sometimes they sound good, but they're, they're a stretch and sometimes they're just wrong. And so sometimes with this, people read into this that, oh, he's saying women are only to be housewives. Well, is that what he said? He's teaching them to be discreet, chaste. They're teaching them to be keepers of the home. Does that mean they're housewives? I mean, if, if a woman is not married, um, but she's living on her own, should she not be guarding her home? Shouldn't she be taking care of business in the house, managing her own home? Well, I would think so. And, you know, and of course at the time it was much more common just as it honestly still is um, today, more men in the workforce. And generally you'll see more women staying at home. Why? Because there's a nurturing aspect of motherhood. And of course in our modern American culture, we have this idea that that uh, it's perfectly normal and acceptable for a woman to work and have someone else raise her kids. And sometimes that's triggering as well. Um, some people say, well, I can't live any other way than for both parents to work and someone else to be um, watching my kids all day. That's your business. That's your, um, that's your own convictions. Um, you know, the, I think always the question we have to ask ourselves is, are we living at a standard that we want and are our kids being sacrificed? 
You know, there's so much garbage going on in in the school system today. I mean, I watched a video the other day of stuff that's going on because of, you know, this being Pride Month. And I was just kind of shocked by how it was being treated in in a school where it it was um, it was like a holiday thing, like a festival. And I thought to myself, like, this is a very strange thing, but it makes sense why so many kids are embracing um homosexuality as a uh as a lifestyle choice or um saying well this is what i was born to be well why all of a sudden why all of a sudden do we have massive numbers of children um that are embracing these things as who they are when they didn't they didn't have the same number before. Now, some people would say, oh, no, 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 like, it was just that they were they were closeted 50 years ago. It wasn't accepted. So now we're seeing more and more people. Well, more and more people deciding that they have, you know, they're not the gender that they were assigned at birth, that they're, you know, I mean, there's uh, there's hundreds of them, now, hundreds of different ideas of, of identities. Why all of a sudden? And again, there are those that will say, no, Mike, these are those things have always existed. They just weren't culturally acceptable. I really have a hard time believing that because I work with kids and I've worked with kids for over 30 years and I've seen a change just in the last few years, a massive change. And, and what I, what I've taken away from some of it is that some, some things are so celebrated that, you know, kids want to be on the winning team. Kids want to be celebrated. Kids want to be the one that everybody is rah rahing for. And kids don't want to be the ones that are belittled and ridiculed. And so it makes sense, you know, to, to understand how social dynamics work with kids and why there's this a pendulum swing in all different areas where a certain thing is admired and then it's not admired. Certain things are promoted and then they're not promoted. And, and so there's such confusion in the schools as people are, are, treating these things like this is scientific fact, but they're guinea pigging the kids. They're guinea pigging the kids. We don't have long-term studies on the results of showing kids these things or promoting these things. It's just a social idea that has been promoted by people that say, this is what we believe. This is what we think. And people are welcome to believe and think what they want. The problem is, is that a lot of times people believe and think things and they promote them. When I was in school, when I was in high school, I had teachers that I knew were promoting their own personal viewpoint. I had one teacher in particular, in particular that often would pontificate on topics that I now know he knew nothing about um, because I've studied them at length. And what he was talking about was nonsense. Uh, it was just his opinions based on uh, a very limited uh, amount of information. Um, you know, spending time in class talking about how the Bible's full of contradictions, of course, unable to name any, but promoting that to the kids. Oh, that, you know, any, any thinking person knows that the Bible's full of contradictions. And I remember a couple of kids in the class being, no, it's not. And of course he, he couldn't defend his position. He just said, well, of course it is. You guys, you know, I'm a doctor, you know, it's just silliness. Um, anyway, I'm not, I don't want to beat anybody up who is sending their kids to a public school. But I will tell you this, if you're sending your kids to a public school, it's not necessarily the teachers that are the problem. In my experience, it's the other kids. And so it's not just, it's 
you know, cause kids are going to impact your kids more than you are. If they're away, if they're, if your kid is with them for six hours a day and with you for two, um, good luck, good luck remaining the greater influence. It's going to take a greater degree of effort. I mean, I see the, the world's impact on my kids who are, are homeschooled and I mean, fairly isolated, um, from a lot of the garbage out there, but we discuss those things. We, um, we try to prepare them as best they can to understand what's happening in the world around them. But I still see the, the pull. I still see those things. So why am I bringing this up? I'm bringing this up because, um, there's these ideas again, that are put forth in the culture that certain things are bad, certain things are good. And we have to say, what has God said? And we don't want to, again, we don't want to read into this and say, well, God says that all women have to be homemakers. All women have to be, um, no, he's saying train them to do this because in, in most relationships, that's the role it's going to be. Is it always going to be that way? No, but there, there are men who stay home and take care of the house and their wife is a lawyer or a doctor, or, you know, a surgeon or a, whatever, a, a flight attendant. I don't know. Um, can the man do that? Absolutely. Absolutely. But he's saying older women instruct the younger women in these things. These are things that they need to know to be the guard of the home because in the majority of cases, that's the way it's going to be. And in their culture, it would be the vast majority of cases, but it's not a negative thing to be someone who guards and takes care of your home. I think most men realize that they are a guard of their home, the protector of the household, but he's not the only one. And so, don't be turned off by gender norms if they're if they're biblical. You know, if if the Bible teaches that, well, okay, embrace it. That's what the Bible says. But don't read too much into it. Don't don't add to what it says to say that this is what this is. You know, again, like I said before, don't start saying all women have to be homemakers because the word homemaker is used one time in one verse in the Bible. So there are other spots in the Bible, obviously, where the Bible talks about, you know, women and um, in raising children and things like that. But it's a dangerous thing for me to, to read into the scripture what isn't there and to say that he's saying that all women have to be homemakers. I, I'm a little over time, but, you know, I saw a little post on the Internet today and it was talking about, you know, the Holy Spirit is... You know, in the Bible, oil is a picture of the Holy Spirit, and that's why Jesus could walk on water, because he was so filled with the oil of the Spirit that oil and water don't mix. Oil will always float to the top. Okay, that's just ridiculous. Okay, because just didn't walk on water because he was filled with the Holy Spirit and oil floats on top of water because then Jesus couldn't have been, you know, baptism would, I mean, it would have been tough pushing him under the water. No. No, that's not why he could walk on water. You know why Jesus could walk on water? Because he's the incarnate God, the creator of the universe, the second person to the Trinity. He he's God in a bod. He could that's why he can walk on water. Not because of some connection somebody said oil's a picture of the Holy Spirit. Well, guess what? If you read the Bible, you find out water is also sometimes a picture of the Holy Spirit. So yeah, there's that. So anyway. Um, 
God bless you. Have a great day. Hopefully this didn't disrupt you too much. And hey, if you think I'm wrong, that's okay. Just open up the Bible, study it. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Um, I've been wrong before. Today I've been wrong. So, um, you know, keep studying, keep looking into this, keep looking at, you know, dig deep, dig deeper. Don't just take what you're fed. Don't just take what you're given. Test all things. Hold on to what is good. God bless you. Talk to you next time.